This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as well by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. All right, today we're going to be talking about our favorite black and white TV shows. Again. <laughs> Car 54, where are you? Just to clear the air, we recorded this about two weeks ago, and my recording didn't take, and we lost everything. So, so, so technically, we didn't record it. That's true. It unrecorded itself. Or maybe itself. we just didn't save the file. I don't know what we did. But anyway, so... Black and white movie, favorite black and white TV shows. Um, Beyond it is another dimension. Go. No, we're going to talk about, you know, the big ones like I Love Lucy and stuff like that. But just stuff, you know, kind of more childhood stuff that we're, we're obviously, we're old, but we're not that old. We didn't grow up with black and white television. But stuff that was on after our, after our, after our afternoon cartoons or Sunday morning cartoons when... Well, You'd be done watching DuckTales or the Looney Tunes, and all of a sudden your colorful screen went black and white, and you started watching some old stuff. So, um, yeah, we talked. I mean, this is going to be weird because we talked about these, but like, leave it to Beaver. I think there's something wrong with the Beaver. <laughs> that was a show, like, my. I'm sure we were all influenced by what our parents liked to watch. So, that was something my parents liked. The Honeymooners, which I mentioned in the past, that's still probably my favorite black and white TV show. And only because that was something like I said, we watched as a family together and just love the way Ralph and Ed Norton and everybody. Hilarious. Throw some quick ones out there. We'll, like, we'll save Lucy and stuff towards the end. Hey, Ralphie uh, boy. So I think I watched all this stuff on my own, really. Like, really? Yeah, I don't... I don't really remember ever watching it with uh, my parents let alone with my, my siblings but uh, yeah, I, re- I, I watched a lot of Lassie uh, Patty Duke show I remember that one uh, yeah, Leave, Leave it to Beaver of course uh, Andy Griffith show Green Acres nope Mr. Ed Nope. I actually just saw them recently. Mr. Reds. Yeah. Yeah. At Car 54, where are you? I've never seen that. I've never even heard of that. It was a, it was a cop show. I've heard of it, but yeah, we didn't watch that one. Was it a drama or a comedy? Or a dramedy? It was, it was, it was a comedy. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was the old Dragnet in black and white? Yes. It was or some of them really, more color. Yeah, it, it switched like between after a couple seasons when they invented the the color TV. Okay, yeah, that uh, F Troop with Larry Storch. <laughs> it was Goof Troop based off of F Troop. <laughs> I've never seen F Troop, but I don't think so. Well, G comes after F, so yes. Uh, <laughs> Larry Storch School of Acting. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> It's the only reason I know the name Larry Storch. Same here. That and uh, Kooky, lend me your comb. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> kooky, kooky, lend me. 
Yeah. The old Twilight Zones. Yeah, Twilight Zone was one we talked about. Oh my gosh, so good. So there's they're like let's just get into the Twilight Zones a little bit because there's a lot of creepy ones. Then there's a lot of like there's a few really funny ones and then there's even less heartwarming heartwarming ones. But they run the gamut, man. And they're all good. Well, most are good. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen a few of them. Like, when I was a kid, I was been too scared to watch them. And now I'll catch them on TV every once in a while. And I'm always like, eh. But then if I, if I watch it long enough, I get hooked. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Like the beautiful girl that gets the surgery because she's she looks like a freak. Like Pam Anderson. <laughs> sure. But it turns out that was every, a skit. everybody has pig faces. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's hideous. Oh my gosh, we have to fix it. And then everybody takes off their mask. And, ah, they're all moblins. There's something. <laughs> something on the way. Wait, did you see the SNL version of that? Where it was Pamela Anderson. and <laughs> No. Yeah, it's, it's like Will Ferrell when he was still on you know, SNL. And they take off the mask and it's Pamela Anderson and everyone's shocked. Like, you know, it's doing the whole thing, and she looks in the mirror, and she's like, I'm hot! <laughs> and all the dudes in the room like, yeah, she's pretty hot! And, like, the girl, like, pig-faced person's like, no, she's not! She's different than everybody! That's not as... That, she's different from us! She's not hot! And then Will Ferrell's like, no, but look at her! She's hot! <laughs> There's no big parts on her or anything! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I gotta, I gotta look that up. <laughs> Yeah, lots of creepy episodes. Uh, uh, the creepiest one for me was one of the Shatner ones, where he stops in the little diner and oh, there's the a diner little, with a little fortune machine with the devil fortune machine. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps spitting out stuff that's true. He basically tells them they leave, they're gonna die, and finally they they decide that fate's in their own hands and they leave. The honeymooners. We're going outside to live our lives. Audrey <laughs> Meadow. And then there's the Twilight Zone episode of Disneyland in the Tower of Terror. <laughs> it's pretty rad. That's a good ride. Leave it to it's a good Beaver. ride, not worth the wait. Nope. What's your previous uh, episode, Jeff? Of Twilight Zone? Yeah. I said I've only seen a few. Um, Tony Dow. Yeah, I don't even... Most of the ones I know are from Simpsons, making fun of it. I can tell you, the last, I'll tell you the last one I just saw was, not just saw, but most recent one. It's a lady and she's being attacked by little aliens. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, but really they're United States astronauts and she's a big monster kicking them away or something like that. It's like, the aliens here are hostile. Repeat, don't come to this planet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pretty cool. The, uh, so just this is going away from black and white, but like spinoffs of that. Did you guys ever watch like Amazing Stories, Outer Limits, or any I of those did. Things? I did remember watching Outer Limits. That also was in black and white. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Yeah. I saw a few amazing, amazing stories. The I I couldn't watch it because the one with the uh, what call it Doc Brown. That one was really creepy as a kid, and it really scared the shit out of me. Or he was a professor, and the kids. Somehow ended up chopping his head off, but he was still alive, chasing him around. Ugh. 
I remember I only saw one episode, and it was like a Santa Claus one, and Santa Claus is delivering presents, and the parents wake up and they catch him and they call the police. You know, we got a guy dressed up as Santa Claus, blah blah. And Santa Claus gets taken away in a paddy wagon, and then the boy like hears something on the roof, and he goes up and he looks, and there's the sleigh and all the reindeer are still on the roof. Uh, it really was Santa and Claus. He, and then he falls off, breaks his neck. <laughs> yes. No, he jumped out of an airplane. So I one of the other super creepy ones, unless because there's any aliens or anything like that, was uh, super psychological, where people are in this super suburban neighborhood, and all this freaky stuff starts happening, where electronics start turning on and off, and lawnmowers start moving themselves, and before then everybody freaks out, and uh, like they all huddle together in fear, and they wind up killing a guy that hops a fence. And it just turns out he was just like bringing them something, and then it the episode ends, and then it actually does move to aliens, and they're like, ah, oh, see, humans are so like like so gullible. We just flick on a couple light switches, move a couple things, and then they turn on each other. And then that was <laughs> that, that's kind of heavy for a little kid to be watching. Yeah. <laughs> but these aliens, the way you describe it, like they're just watching from a distance, like Kodo and Krang. Exactly. Like, is- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like they're not actually like doing anything all that freaky. It's just like yeah, the humans will take care of themselves. And it's true. The Paddy Duke Show. Show. One day they'll make a board with a nail Nabisco. so big. <laughs> a bigger board with a bigger nail. <laughs> so wait, their names are Kodo and Kang? Yes. I'll never forget. This is a few years ago now. In the area, there was somebody running for <laughs> for office. His <laughs> name was Kang. Running. Yeah, we were just talking about this today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kang for office. And I just, every time I saw it, I just kept I just kept saying to myself, don't blame me, I voted for the other guy. <laughs> I voted for Kodo's. <laughs> You had no choice. It's a two-party system. <laughs> hey, Ross Bro, smashes his head. Ah, <laughs> oh, gold. Anyway, back to black and white. Um, I, I want to talk. Gilligan's Island uh, was started out black and white. Before they went to end the rest. Like, why was it like a money thing or whatever? Because the song is not longer when you add in the other two people. Speeding bullets. With contract reason, yeah. Hollywood politics. I, yeah, like, I remember watching behind the scenes thing on that. And, uh, what was it? Tina Louise thought she was the star. She, like, she didn't know it was Bob Denver was the star. I mean, you're the movie star, but you're not the star. <laughs> and she would always get into like, t- uh, you know, fits when she wasn't the one that was featured the most or had the bigger trailer or whatever. Pretty. And then the the timeless question. Uh, Ginger or Marianne? Marianne. Mrs. Howell. <laughs> Mrs. Howell is rich. Yeah. How did they get away with everything on the house? It's money. A, how did the house get away with never doing work? And B, how come they just didn't murder Gilligan? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, Marianne. Yeah, I'd go with Marianne, too. Across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before, there's other things before. I, some, but I, there were black and white cartoons. Like, wasn't Bugs Bunny black and white to start with? And I know Steamboat Willie, but I almost said Steamboat Itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Mortimer Mouse? Yeah. Do you guys remember, like, watching, like, 
not obviously like super old stuff like Felix Cat, but stuff that we grew up with, but that were just the older versions of it, um, like said Bugs Bunny. Most of that stuff is still in color. Yeah, uh, I remember watching a, a. Well, I do remember watching Felix the Cat though. Yeah, I watched Felix the Cat. I watched this one just random cartoon where a spider. I mean, a, a fly fights a spider. So like one of the Merry Melodies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Those I watched. Tom- I don't think Bugs Bunny was ever in black and white. I think he made it to color. Okay. Tom and Jerry was black and white, right? Sometimes or no? No. I don't think so. So maybe I'm confusing like different character models versus black and white. Because like, they would change the look of them. I mean, Jerry was gray. Yeah. All right. I mean, Tom maybe was I'm gray. Just confusing that. All right. I know good. I know Mickey Mouse is black and white. Oh boy! <laughs> so um, uh, I can't really think of any other cartoons. All right, that's all right. Go to live action. <laughs> so back to live. So I want to back up a little bit. Talk about a show I tossed out, uh, the Patty Duke Show. Uh, so I just want to go through the premise here real quick. Uh, there's a a teenage girl living in Brooklyn Heights. Uh, her father's a rich dude, uh, but Here's the catch for the show. She has an identical cousin uh, named Kathy. Bill Duke. (laughs) And her father is played by the same actor that's played by the father of the other character. And they're supposed to be identical twins. Think about this for a second. Identical twins each have a kid and those kids look exactly alike. There's something they weren't telling one of the girls. Yeah. (laughs) They're telling the girls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, which one was a leftover shit? <laughs> Are you singing, I'm the crap? I'm the crap. Sorry, goddammit. Oh. Yeah, okay. Now I see where you're going with that. <laughs> Sorry. Tonight is your night, okay. though. Who's it, DeVito? <laughs> goddammit. Have you guys... No, you haven't been watching Always Sunny, right? Never mind. Uh, yeah, I'm not cut up. I just saw the last season on Netflix, which is pretty freaking hilarious. Well, just wait till you see the one from this season when there's a Frank POV episode. Oh, jeebus. Gross. It's disgusting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? We got the superhero shows. We talked about like, Superman last time, the original. Right. Read. <laughs> In every one, I saw a couple of them. And in every episode, he just does random Superman stuff for bystanders for no reason. Oh, gee, mister, you got the suit, but if you're really Superman, here. <laughs> he pulls out a cookie tray. Melt this horseshoe in this cookie tray. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> gee, Willikers, you really are Superman. <laughs> yeah. Him <laughs> jumping on the trampoline out the window yep. every time. And... <laughs> awesome. And dodging the the gun. Yeah, and he was he was fifties buff. <laughs> yeah. Sucking that gut, Reeves. But when Spartacus I was a kid, I, I really liked it. I remember like I wasn't forced to watch that show. Like I re- that was Superman to me. Because um, I don't know if Super Friends. Well, I know Super Friends would be out. I don't know which would. If I saw him at the same time, but that was Superman. Um, 
and I guess the movie was out, but I didn't have it on. I didn't own it or anything like that. So I'd see it on TV once a year. If that. Oh, spe- speaking of black and white cartoons, I do remember seeing some old, like super old Superman cartoons, <laughs> like the- where he, where he like fights robots, and a mad scientist making robots. Robot. Yeah, dude, that was cool. But they were color too, I think. Yeah, those were color. Were the color? Max Fleischman ones, right? Yeah, oh, I don't remember. Because I remember watching an episode where he fights the Japanese, and it is very it, it depicts the Japanese people as a very in a very tasteful way. I might add. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I'm sure you know it's Jeebus very handed and, age. <laughs> and fair of its depiction of the Japanese people. Oh, geez, the the racism aside, it was a pretty cool episode. <laughs> is it like Mickey Rooney bad? Like Mickey Rooney? Oh, Jeebus, yeah, level? these caricatures are awful. They're like hard to watch, like ooh. But yeah, it's a good episode. I mean, Superman gets his ass handed to him a little bit by a a, a flying Japanese fortress. It was pretty cool. Yeah, if you're talking about the ones I'm talking about, they're in color. Okay, my bad. But but they're old and and yeah, there's. I just looked. Okay, I just looked it up and the, some of the Google images and the one came up with Japatours. Yeah, that's so. the one. Ugh. Uh, Max Fleischer at gmail.com <laughs> Kent at gmail.com But what's um cool the only reason I kind of know that the name is because I just listened to something about the Batman animated series and they kind of wanted it to look like this they kind of patterned it after it and if you if you look at it they are very similar I, I, I kind of see that with like the way they drew the buildings and things like that and the yeah. kind of blocky mm-hmm. yeah Um, I guess uh, Batman wasn't black and white, but um, wasn't there another, like, I guess the Flash Gordon stuff, but those are just all, like, serials that turn into, like, TV shows, right? So they yeah. don't really count. I'm trying to think of any other superhero ones that were black and white. Well, like, there were. But, um, yeah, we mentioned, la- I keep, last time, last time you guys never heard, the Adams Family and the Munsters. That's right. Those are classics. Let's recap. What was your guys' favorite? Team Adams or Team Munsters? Munsters. I probably watched more of the Munsters. But I think in hindsight, the uh, the Adams Family had a little bit more going for it. <laughs> yeah, I like the Adams too. I always, even as a kid, I liked the Adams Family. Kind of weird that they as... ta- they tapped the Adams Family for a big reboot movies, but not the monsters. You think that would have been done by now? I don't know, but I just remember this from my, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Somebody was, who just got a frog in there, Mike. No, that, that was, that was the sound of, uh, Herman Munster. Oh, so kids back in the day when, uh, they used to have porn on TV and it was all scrambled. I remember there was they, one they porn no that kept showing up called Madam's family. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and you couldn't see anything, maybe maybe a blurby boob, but I remember listening to it, and there was Cousin Tit, and I, you'll never forget that. Oh, <laughs> uh, when pornography used to have catchy, clever names. I, I'm I don't, tempted to look this up right now, because I, I have not thought about this why, in years. While that is funny, uh, I, I doubt they. it took them longer than a minute to come up with that one. <laughs> Still. Well, it's like uh, we were talking about Fuller House. That's already got. Yeah. That's already got the parody. 
Oh, gross. Called Full Holes. Fuller Holes. Full Holes. I forget what some of the names. It's like Danny Handjob. <laughs> uh, Kimmy Gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. Uh, well, at least it's not Full House, an XXX parody. Yeah. And there's like Muff Shell instead of Michelle. Which by then they just kind of phoned it in. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, Ron Jeremy was in this. Go figure. <laughs> what? He was Uncle Pester. <laughs> he actually kind of looks like uh, Jackie. Was it, uh, what was his kid's name? <laughs> it was the same kid for, that was the kid in the Charlie Chaplin thing, right? Are you talking about Pugsley? No, uh, Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester from the TV show was in... the kid in the. The little tramp or whatever. I think I think it was. Wow. Look this up. Jesus. I could be dead wrong about this. Alright. We're talking about black and white movies here. Not we haven't got we're not going all the way back to silent films. <laughs> uh, oh, a family. It's awesome. They're a married couple and they fought with swords. They're very passionate in their marriage. I remember that. It's like, oh. How Latino of them. So yeah, uh, Uncle Fester, Jackie Coogan. Played the kid in the uh, Charlie Chaplin short movie. There you go. Hmm. And did Cousin Tit give Charlie Chaplin a hand job? <laughs> Was he silent? What about, uh... <laughs> well, no, Which that would have been the one that had the, Jeff, the thing. Clearly, would have been or thing would have been the one clearly given the hand jobs. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he has one job, yeah. <laughs> literally. Um. Which is the one that had like the hot college daughter that was like normal? Is that the monsters? That was the monsters, yeah. Okay. Normal. And uh like I think I mentioned this before, the Adams family. If you ever play pinball, you have to play the Adams family pinball. It's the best pinball ever. I disagree. Pinball is the greatest pinball machine ever. Nope. Like I said, if you lock the ball, thing comes out and grabs your ball and he says, Well played, thing, you're really on the ball. <laughs> Is that before so or after that was he was in Legend of Zelda taking a link to the beginning of the freaking level? Yeah, that's um, But the, the, the pinball machine was based off of the movie actors, not the TV show, but whatever. Um, yeah, there's... A, I don't like doing this since we already did it, so I'm trying to like not repeat myself, but I guess I'm not repeating myself. What's the Dick Van Dyke show? That was black and white, right? Always falls over that stupid ottoman. Oh, Rob. First show to have a husband and wife in the same bed. You sure about that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, There's the... So speaking of dick... <laughs> Van Dyke got the dick. Um, Van Dyke, I watched <laughs> nice, that stupid nice Disney special that was supposed to like, oh, we're going to reveal a bunch of new stuff about Star Wars Land, and they didn't do shit. Was it like but the they... one when Ernest rode Splash Mountain? <laughs> don't know but they had some like the, there was like a three hour show and it was just sprinkled with I don't know like little musical numbers and stuff and some people were doing young people were doing um the Batusi <laughs> uh, Mary Pop one of the Mary Poppins songs and at the very end Dick Van Dyke came out and said dance a little jig I mean guys would be 120 how old is that guy he was dancing and jiving and juking. He's getting up there. I was impressed. He's getting up there, governor. <laughs> Cheerio. 
Dick Van Dyke is 90 years old. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, age. You guys got moves like Yager. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah. Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. When in 1925. All right, anything else um, before we get into – all right, just what you, name your top three favorite. We'll get, all right, let's do I Love Lucy. Yeah, number one. Audible here. And then we'll do our top three list of black and white shows. So I Love Lucy. I know Alex loves this I show. I love this Go. show. My gosh, so freaking funny. It's just on point the, – the comic timing of everybody on that show is spectacular. Lucy – Oh, 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 oh. Ricky. Ah, you hit her pretty hard that time, Rick. Yeah. There was a wife beating episode. <laughs> I still remember because I I saw the Simpsons episode first where, where they're making fun of that. And then I saw the wife beating episode of <laughs> I Love Lucy. I'm like, oh, they're basing this off of a real episode kind of. <laughs> I don't think they were basing it off of that episode. <laughs> Well, probably reality documentary, but anyways, uh, in the episode, uh, Lucy was at off screen in the room, and uh, Ricky was in the living room, and Lucy was yelling at him, blah blah blah, and Ricky, what? I said, throw me the book, it's over there, okay, and he th- throws the book off screen, she goes, ah, wah! and she gets a black eye, and then throughout the whole episode, nobody believes him, and they're like. <laughs> They're trying to talk to Ricky and say, you know, that's not how you treat a lady, blah, blah. Just, I would never do that to my wife. Not, at least not on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Mira, esta bitch loca que está bien loca. In the end, uh, Fred comes over and apologizes. He's like, well, seems like your story has some, you know, truth to it. He's like, oh, yeah, why do you say that? <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Ethel walks in with a black eye and a book in her hand, too. <laughs> I guess the same thing happened to them. Yeah, well, nah, it was just his alibi. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no he, uh, Fred was smarter. He never left a mark. Yeah. Sack of oranges. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scott like, at gmail.com. Hey, you got that advice from Bing Crosby. <laughs> from Bing Crosby. No doubt about it. That's so many classic episodes of I Love Lucy. The one where she gets the... Stupid trophy stuck on her head. <laughs> the chocolate, the chocolate eating it episode. That's one episode that I didn't see for years. It was always like on the commercials and everything, but I never actually saw the real episode until like I don't know, until I was like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, I just as a kid when you watch it when you're really young, you're like, it's just funny because she's getting eat a lot of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat lots of chocolate. And the, the grape smashing, the stomping. grape smashing, yeah, grape stomping. God, classic. So they, so they tackle the wife beating one. Do they ever tackle like the interracial marriage thing on that show, or no? <laughs> I don't think so. Not really. They, but they didn't. Uh, uh, it was just kind of like a matter of fact thing, which was pretty cool. Nobody really brought it up. He was a Cuban, and you married a redhead. That was end of story. Yeah. They only. There was only like a. Uh, a few instances where it was just cultural differences really that made the the episode funny like when Ricky's cousins came over to visit and then Ricky leaves the room but they don't speak English <laughs> so Lucy's just uh sitting there very awkwardly uh, 
More coffee? Oh, sí, por favor. Sí, sí. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like I said, I liked Lila Lucy, but it, it wasn't a favorite in our household. And also, at all, except that was the show that always ruined my cartoons. And I, I still picture it. The colorful cartoons going away, and then this black and white thing just popping up. And I love Lucy, the music. And I was like, I guess. Out of, out of all those shows, that's still like the only one that gets put on normal network television. Usually after like football on Sundays on Fox. Mm-hmm. So it's still getting them ratings. <laughs> Assume Fox viewing positions. Yeah, I just think it's a default, like in programming now. Instead of going to snow, they just put on. I love Lucy. Just turns on like when there's no. Yeah. Well, they have on the um, regular HD channels. They have one channel that's just de- dedicated to old shows like that. It's kind of like a uh, Nick at Night, but you don't have to have cable for it. Yeah. Hmm. At least they used to have Nick and Knight, and then that or Nickelodeon just changed completely to like whatever they show now. And then they had TV Land. Yeah. But TV Land started putting like new programming in. Yeah. So there's probably still what? some channel that's like the new version of that, but I don't know what it is. Wait, is it new programming or is it just like stuff from the '80s now? They, I know they had some <laughs> brand new programming that they put on there. Okay. Sledgehammer. <laughs> but that's like when you listen to radio stations and it's like classic rock and all of a sudden like Nirvana and and then it's now it's past Nirvana and other shit's coming out like fuck I'm old. Yep. Yep. Um speaking of uh color TVs, one of my mom's favorite stories was how she always bragged that she had a neighbor that had a color TV and uh she lived in the old I think she was already in Tijuana by this time. And so, you know, they she couldn't afford a TV, but her neighbor had a TV. Not only that, it was in color. So all the kids would go over there and watch, like, Cantinflas or whatever. <laughs> and the, the way my mom tells it is like, oh, yeah. And then she turned off the TV, and it started in black and white. But then her mom put a piece of, stain, of a stained glass in front of it, and it was in color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was dying. Kills me every time. Did they have Howdy Doody in Mexico? Uh, I don't think so. It's howdy I'm trying to come up with a clever <laughs> Howdy. Oh, God, never mind. Hola, Jose show. Hola, Doody. I've never actually seen that, but. Um... Yeah, all right. So if you had to name your top three, eight. Go, Alex, first. Uh, I Love Lucy, number one. Uh, number two, uh, Twilight Zone. And number three, Adam's Family. Okay. Scott? I wonder one to be Perry Mason. All right. As a nerdy kid, the whole detective solving the, the mystery murder. While wearing a bra. While wearing, wearing a man's ear, yes. Yeah. Uh, but after that, I, Nancy I, Drew. I really don't know. Uh, yeah, probably Twilight Zone would be on there. Gilligan's Island. Uh, I watched a lot of those too. So we'll go with that. Okay. All right. Jeff. For me, I'd be Honeymooners. Um, Bang. Zoom. Straight to the moon. <laughs> I kind of want to say. Um, oh, well, we didn't talk about it much. The Andy Griffith show. We're watching that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, We're going to Emmett's Fix It Shop to fix Emmett. 
Like Gilligan's Island, that's cheating because I really just like the color episodes, so I won't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe even though I didn't like I Love Lucy, it's probably the one I did watch the most, just because it was on. So those are probably be my top three. Uh, the Monsters, Get Smart was that color? Did we talk about that one? I think that was color, right? It switched. It I think it started in black and white. Maybe yeah, it did. In which yeah. case, that would be my favorite. But I remember seeing okay. it. I remember it more in color, though. So. Yeah, I'm, the uh, Mel Brooks documentary talks about it, and it, it was in black and white first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. those are like the shows. It's like I had the shows my mom watched as a kid, and then I had the shows that my dad liked, and it was like Get Smart, and those things were my dad's side. My mom's side was more Lucy and uh, whatever. I don't know. All right, anything else? It's time for Neem News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. All right. Um, just got a little bit of news. Not, not even really news, but we're about a month away from the new Batman Superman movie. Did you guys happen to see the Jimmy Kimmel skit? I did. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. hilarious. It's <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen it, go on YouTube, look up Batman or Ben Affleck, Jimmy Kimmel. and um, I was <laughs> laughing a lot. <laughs> uh, hey, you're the sure Superman. No, no, he's Just got like glasses. <laughs> this, yeah. this guy, this guy's glasses. Superman is twenty twenty vision. Yeah, <laughs> take our picture. Hey, wait a minute, you're, you're Batman. <laughs> yeah. Say cheese. <laughs> wait a minute. Another... Yeah, yeah, I love it because Kimball's guy he's eating something for most of the time. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Gold. Um, I had a question about. The whole Matt Damon thing with Jimmy Kimmel. Is that an ongoing thing? Yeah, it's funny. Oh, it's, it's, since forever, right? Yeah, so it started, in the, I think, in the very beginning because Kimmel would end every one of his shows with, uh, and sorry, Matt Damon, we didn't have time for you kind of thing. Like, he'd thank his guests and sorry, we ran out of time for Matt Damon. And it became this thing where they, like, had this feud. And the I think the high point was when uh, <laughs> Kimmel was dating Sarah Silverman. <laughs> and she... Yeah. She came out one day and she did this song called I'm Fucking Matt Damon. I got Matt Damon in the video and it was pretty funny. And then Kimmel re- retaliated with I'm Fucking Ben Affleck. And it just became this thing. And yeah, so, so wait a minute. Her singing about fucking Matt Damon is like kind of really meta with like Johnny or Scotty Doesn't Know sung by Matt Damon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Kimmel doesn't know. But yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it should have done that. Don't tell Kimmel. <laughs> So every once in a while, Damon will like pop up on the show, like he'll try to force his way into the show. And, <laughs> and in fact, there was a whole episode where the show just starts, and uh, Matt Damon ties up Kimmel to a chair, and then just hosts the show for the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! It's funny too. I think the funniest part is just Matt Damon for some reason is just totally game to do whatever, like, yeah. <laughs> whatever stupid shit they wanted to do, like like in this one where he comes out and like hanging off of Ben Affleck to sleep in the that was ridiculous. I had no idea this was a thing. And then I'm like, what the hell was Ben? I knew he obviously had something under there. And then all of a sudden, Matt Damon just holding on to him the whole all, time. He's all sweaty. <laughs> Disheveled. Uh, gold. Yeah, go watch it, people. Yeah, You, you have the internet. Go watch it. <laughs> when I first started watching the thing, I'm like, oh, they did, you know, the thing with the trailer and the green screened Kimmel in there. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Like everyone's yeah. like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> he was on set. 
Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, Kim, Kim always says something really cool after the Oscar show. Like for, Is that when that was? After yeah, that's right after the Oscars. Like, he, he has a couple. He had a couple where he did this thing called Movie the Movie, where he just takes a sh- takes a shitload of super famous people and just puts like this giant trailer together for this fake movie. He's done that a couple times, and those are really cool. If anybody has not seen those, I'll check it out. Right, I don't cool. watch much late night anymore. I don't either. Just go on YouTube and all the funny stuff. Just put in little <laughs> yeah. bite-sized clips. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was going to say, so the other thing, I think I told you guys I was watching iZombie. I finished that. It actually finished pretty well. Really good, actually. So so you waiting for it to get good paid off? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that one, it was just, yeah. It was kind of a little... <laughs> I didn't see where it was going, and it went somewhere that I kind of liked. So, okay, it was good. I recommend it. It's better than The Legends of Tomorrow. I'm pretty much done with that, but I'll still watch it. But it's dumb. Uh, so yeah, I Zombie. At least season one I saw on Netflix, and um, the last review I just saw Thirty for Thirty about the eighty-five bears. The bears. The bears. The bears. The bears. The bears. The bears. They took my picnic basket. Wrong, if wrong. you like sports and you're interested in that, I would recommend it. Most of the 30 for 30s are pretty good, so check it out. I do like sports. Yeah. Movies. Uh, hey, you name someone from the 85 Bears, Alex. Uh, wasn't the fridge part of them? Here you go. Hey. What about Iggy from the Iggy Shuffle? Yep. No. No? I thought he was. No, no he's from the Bengals. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Walk like an Walter Egyptian? Egyptian? Huh? Did he walk like an Egyptian? No. <laughs> Isn't that a Bengal song? I got it. Yeah, <laughs> but no. No. I mean, maybe he was like a backup running back or something, Scott. But that was Walter Payton's team. Right. So. Okay. And, and Vince McMahon, not Vince McMahon, Jim McMahon. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's my news, Alex. So they cast uh, Iron Fist. Is it, is, it know, the Klitschko. is it one of the Klitschko brothers? <laughs> it's not one of the Klitschko brothers. It is actually very accurate to the comic book. It is the, the Finn Jones who played Laura's Tyrell. What? It's in the comic books. He was, hey. was kind of like Kung Fu. It was this white guy that, that got martial arts and stuff. So, yeah. He's a I'm, I'm usually not. I'm usually not. Someone to get bent over casting, but this seems like a bad, bad, bad casting. Yeah, I mean, with I mean, I'm sure that you know back in the day, Marvel had to create a white Asian martial artist for their comic books, or else it wouldn't sell. I mean, Psylocke for Pete's sake. But <laughs> and nowadays, it's like, come on, just give it to to a, a, an Asian dude. Yeah, Asians can do more than just martial arts, Alex. I know. <laughs> But his background is steeped in martial arts. Dumb. He, he becomes a monk and everything, and that's how he gets his Iron Fist powers. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't think about it, but I've heard about it. Well, I, I just don't see that guy being physical, but then I would have said the same thing about the guy that plays Daredevil. So maybe he'll get on some HGH and <laughs> look presentable. Yeah. Well... Did you guys see... Oh, I don't know if we mentioned that. We had the trailers for Daredevil 2. I have not seen it yet. I haven't seen those. I still need to finish up the first series. 
do it up because this spring is the springtime of superheroes fighting each other. All right. Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, Daredevil, Punisher. Dang. I don't know. I might be Team Punisher on that one. A bunch of X-Men mutants that don't Yeah. <laughs> Except for Psylocke. I care about her a lot. All right. Anything else? Uh, yes. Star Wars Awakens on Blu-ray April 5th. And right. you can buy the digi- digital version April 1st. Maybe a hoax? Who knows? I never verify these things. <laughs> Good call. But uh, yeah. I can't wait. I might sneak in another uh, theater visit with the boys before it comes in on uh, Blu-rays. I'm sure it's playing at the main place mall now, so two bucks. I haven't purchased a Blu-ray in a long time. I may do it for this. HD DVD? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Scott, news. Uh, Want to talk a little bit about the Oscars? Uh, Hmm. Disappointed that Mad Max did not win. Uh, Every true film fan did win is best best picture. It won a lot of the technical stuff, and rightfully so. Uh, I felt like while it did deserve the technical stuff, they kind of gave it all the technical stuff as a way of saying, "Hey, you won something." Even though we know your your movie is legitimately probably the best movie that came out this year, we there's no way we're giving it to a Mad Max movie. I, I kind of felt like that was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, it's all Small. goddamn politics. It's not about what the best movie actually is. Uh, that said, the the show itself, I watched. Uh, I didn't want. I did not watch it live, but uh, I thought Chris Rock did a pretty good job. Uh, they kept kind of doing the same joke over and over again. Uh, the message was fine about how um, you know people that weren't white weren't getting opportunities in Hollywood. Uh, and I was fine with that message being uh, told throughout the show, but all the making jokes out of it got tired. I thought, uh, but yeah, Chris Rock had a couple of funny bits where he went, my favorite being, he uh, went out into the audience to, to get, to get them to buy Girl Scout cookies for his daughters. <laughs> and he, he kept like pointing at people like, Oh, Leo, I know you made $30 million in your last movie. You better pull out something there. <laughs> and he, I guess you, you raised like $64,000 or something crazy like that. Yeah, so that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, I managed to see two of the eight movies that were nominated, which is pretty good for me. Uh, Bridge of Spies and Mad Max. Uh, and that's the winner... Than me, I saw none. Yeah, so the winner was, see Mad Max. was that Spotlight movie. Uh, with the really heavy subject matter, with the priest animal in Boston. Uh, I never even heard of this movie. Spotlight, Winfred Beck picture. What? Yeah. What is that? So we'll see. Sometimes they get it wrong. Although, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I was going to say this whole thing, This the yeah, it is politics. And, and yes, there's not enough diversity. There's also not like diversity in so many different ways too, like age diversity, sex diversity. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It doesn't uh, doesn't end there. Like that. That was what a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but a few people were saying. It was like, hey, it's not just black people. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
it's not just race, it's sex, it's age. Like all these people are voting, like, yeah, they have they they wouldn't know what Mad Max was. Like it's like, uh I don't know. That's my whole thing. Like you said, it's like they're not gonna pick movies that I don't know. It's weird that you judge the rant. <laughs> Why do they have separate categories for men and women? Somebody somebody actually did that. Came out and did that bit. Really? Yeah, I think it was Chris Rock that did it. I was like, why? Why? It doesn't make any difference. Like, it's not like it it's not like track and field, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no like physiology or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, just <laughs> acting. Yeah, yeah. Acting. Thank you. Yeah, you don't tell that Meryl Streep is not going to be better than Jack Nicholson or something. It's like it, she isn't, but yeah, so. she could. Like, I don't. That's just weird to me. Anyway, it is weird. That's why I don't like award shows. Plus, yeah, they're boring. I mean, the ratings are down again from last year. The shows aren't even, I mean, entertaining anymore. I don't know anybody that did actually watch it live. The uh, the Dead People celebration was really good this year, though. The way they set it up, anyways. <laughs> dead People celebration. <laughs> El Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they, 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 it was it was kind of cheesy, but it, they, I eat this shit up. Where they. For the actors, they took uh, a small sippet from a scene they were in in some movie. They made it seem like they were addressing the audience. So, like for Christopher Lee, it was uh, from The Man with the Golden Gun, where he's toasting to Bond, where he says something like, and his to us, the very best. And he like holds up his wine. And so they like stuff like that, people saying cool shit like that. Um, and yeah, I, I, that, <laughs> that stuff's right up my alley. I can't help it. But what if it's like the editor? That you no one's ever met and has never said a word on film. Well, most of them, yeah, they just had the picture. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm drunk editing this fucking stupid Scorsese movie. <laughs> <laughs> How many fucking times are we gonna put this goddamn Rolling Stones song in his movies? <laughs> funny. That would be funny. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, just a quick review. I've seen the first few episodes of Love on Did you Netflix. hate it? Whoa. Uh, I, I liked it. It's Judd Apatow. It's very Judd Apatow. Mm. Uh, it's very cringeworthy, but it examines the relationships that uh, these two kind of highly dysfunctional people have uh, living out in uh, Los Angeles, Hollywood. Uh, but it's pretty funny. It's worth a watch. They're a half hour apiece. Uh, it's got Gillian Jacobs in it, and I Gillian. Yeah, I loved her in Gillian. Yeah, uh, she, you know, she's uh, she's pretty great. So I like seeing her work. I like seeing her. I do work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's basically all I got. Watch Love. Love. Starring Barry. All Biden. right. That wraps up this week, but before we leave, what are we talking about next time, Scott? Yeah. Uh, well, let's I, – I'll give you a sound effect and see if you can guess the movie. Uh, Every movie trailer ever. <laughs> yes, Jeff got it. <laughs> it's Inception. It's the first it's, one. It's Inception. Yeah. All right. I Inception. Thanks for listening, sound. everybody. Yeah. What? I just huh? said something. I said something. I said something. I said something. I said something.
closing, everybody. Again. I've never seen it. What? I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I've seen it. But I think I've only seen it once. Stop maybe twice. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Also starring Don Nunn. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. Rosemary. Maury Amsterdam. Larry Matthews. And Mary Tyler Moore. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. With Gilligan, the skipper too. The millionaire and his wife. The movie star and the rest. Green Acres is the place to be. Far 
heaven is the light for me. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling hay. I just adore a penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. The chores. The stores. Fresh air. Times Square. You are my wife. Goodbye, city life. Green acres, we are Of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed.
It's a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman. Superman. 